Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, July 7, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Georgia deploys the National Guard to protect monuments. Protesters target Whole Foods over a Black Lives Matter controversy. Democrat mayors blame the spike in murders on COVID. Florida shutting down some business to stop the contagion. Country legend Charlie Daniels dead at 83. Also ahead, more evidence the Black Lives Matter Foundation is not what it appears to be. But first, Georgia Governor Kemp deploying 1,000 National Guard troops to protect monuments and other state property in Atlanta. Burst of violence there has left dozens injured, four dead, including an eight-year-old girl trying to cross the street to play with her cousin. She was shot. Demonstrators demanding a boycott against Whole Foods supermarkets after one Massachusetts store told workers they cannot wear Black Lives Matter face masks. Some employees then walked off the job. The national chain was bought by Amazon for $14 billion in 2017 and does have the legal right to control the attire of employees. The mayors of New York City and Chicago blaming the recent jump in homicides on COVID. Both Lori Lightfoot and Bill de Blasio claiming the disease is responsible for triple-digit bumps and shootings. Said de Blasio, quote, people have been cooped up for months. Shootings in New York City are up 205% because of Mayor de Blasio's policies. Miami leaders closing down more businesses to slow the contagion. The city shuttering gyms, bars, indoor dining, and some retail shops until further notice. Infections in the Sunshine State breaking records on a daily basis now. Most of the cases are younger people. Legendary country music star Charlie Daniels passed away at the age of 83. The musician was best known for his hit, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Daniels posting on his personal Twitter page over the 4th of July, writing, quote, Peace I leave with you. Let not your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid, unquote. Also today, Richard Starkey, that's Ringo Starr, turns 80 years old. In a moment, we'll continue our investigation into the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
1-800-227-5532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. We continue our investigation into the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. They came for Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben with stunning speed. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson never knew what hit them. Teddy Roosevelt got canceled in New York City. Junipero Serra, a saint, was defiled in California. The Archbishop of San Francisco actually called that an evil act. But it is not social justice organizations driving this destructive train. It is not African-American citizens en masse. No, this movement to demonize America's history, traditions, religions, and culture is led by Marxists and anarchists, and they know they have the sympathy of many corporations, including those who run the giant media operations. The hyper-aggressive far-left tactics caught many, including the president and the federal government, by surprise. Already reeling from the insidious COVID attack, authorities are having a difficult time separating the peaceful justice protesters from the political insurgents. And very cleverly, the radicals are using some well-intentioned Americans as shields to hide an absolute insurrection against the American system. A few days ago, protesters marched to the homes of wealthy people in Southampton, New York, including the lavish estate of Michael Bloomberg. Their message bordered on incoherent, but what did emerge was an attempt to shame the rich as well as demand that they give a good portion of their assets to the people. That, of course, is what communists want. Now, we have documented that a leading radical group, the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation, was founded by three Marxists who want to destroy capitalism and the, quote, white supremacy power structure in America. Thanks to recent reporting by the Capital Research Center, we now know a bit more. The BLM Global Foundation uses the slogan, Black Lives Matter, to recruit street demonstrators and to also solicit donations. The foundation has been very successful in raking in money while at the same time keeping its true political agenda hidden. The corporate media helps because it has zero interest in scrutinizing the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. That would be politically incorrect. If the New York Times, Washington Post, or any other TV news agency bothered, they would quickly discover the BLM Global Foundation has a close financial alliance with the Thousand Currents Group in Oakland, California. That organization is an ultra-left, anti-American concern. According to the Currents website, a woman named Susan Rosenberg is the vice chairwoman of the board of directors. Ms. Rosenberg has an interesting history. She was a member of a communist group and also traveled to Cuba to help Fidel. In 1984, Susan Rosenberg was arrested for possessing 600 pounds of dynamite in a submachine gun. She was sentenced to 58 years in a federal penitentiary before being pardoned by President Clinton in 2001, right before he left office. Well, today, Susan Rosenberg and the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation are associated but they don't want you to know that. Shortly after the Capital Research Center wrote about Rosenberg, Thousand Currents scrubbed her name from its website. So this is a dangerous situation. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know.
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. In 1976, the Supreme Court reinstated the death penalty for places like Texas and California that wanted to allow capital punishment. Since then, 16 women have been executed by the government. Before that, just a handful of female inmates were put to death, most by the electric chair and gas chamber. The first female executed in America goes all the way back to the assassination of America's 16th president, Abraham Lincoln. Here's the story. One member of the plot to take out old Abe was Mary Surratt, born Mary Jenkins in 1820. She was hung for treason in July 1865 after being tried and convicted for her role in the murder. I chronicle the evidence against Mary in my book, Killing Lincoln. According to prosecutors, John Wilkes Booth, the assassin, and a handful of other men used Mary's boarding house in Washington to stage the attack. Mary was allegedly aware of the plan, cooking meals for the conspirators and providing a place for the traitors to sleep. Soon after, authorities rounded up everyone who might have been associated with the plot. Mary Surratt was arrested on April 30th. Her son, John Jr., was also thought to be involved but he escaped to Canada before capture. Although she claimed to be innocent, Mary was tried and convicted by a military commission. She was hanged on July 7th, this day, 1865, 155 years ago. Right now, there are 53 women on death row in the USA, mostly in California, Arizona, and Texas. And here's something else you might not know. The actual boarding house where John Wilkes Booth planned the assassination of Abraham Lincoln still stands today, but you will not find conspirators hiding there. For those looking to check out a little history, it's now a restaurant in Washington's Chinatown called Walk and Roll. The venue hosts a karaoke party every night for tourists and workers near the U.S. Capitol. Right back. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.